Joy McGowan. I'm Denisha Simpson. And, and we, we are Resilient, Resilient Black, Black Women. A black woman gave us life. A black woman taught us to stand. When she sat down in the front, a black woman defied the man. When a black man rose up, it was a black woman that held his hand and gave him strength beyond themselves, something they could never understand. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. We are glad to be back. Today, we have two special guests um, with us today talking to us a little bit about art. Um, Denisha and I are going to check in with our bodies first, and then I'll introduce our guests and we'll get started. Denisha, how you how you doing today? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I was a little tired making my way here. Um, we are transitioning from crib to toddler bed and now my toddler realizes that he can just get out whenever yes. he wants to and so that's what he's doing yes <laughs> but i'm so excited to be sitting in the presence of two wonderful ladies mm-hmm. one that i just recently met at one of our events and connected with her and one that mm-hmm. i miss seeing her face and so mm-hmm. i'm excited that they're both here Yes, I'm really excited about our guest too. Um, I'll check in with my body real quick. I am also feeling tired <laughs> because baby Mercy did not sleep very well. And so she has her first like runny nose and mm. I'm just like, she can't breathe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, oh no. Um, so it was lots of tears last night and um, mm. and we're here at two o'clock <laughs> to record. Um, but I'm too really, really excited. I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guests and kind of tell you all a little bit about who we have in the room today. Today we have someone who I'm really excited to be able to call friend. Um, she is a licensed therapist. Um, her name is Lauren, Lauren Gray. Lauren was born and raised in Ecuador. She received her bachelor's at John Brown University in intercultural studies, minoring in family and human studies. After graduating, she lived in Cambodia and worked with survivors of sex trafficking, leading groups with a focus on expressive arts. Later, she returned to John Brown University, where she received her master's in marriage and family therapy. Lauren has been practicing as a licensed mental health therapist for the past three years. She's passionate about using creativity to cultivate healing. Lauren's clinical experience ranges from acute psychiatric inpatient facilities to school-based therapy and community clinics. Lauren now runs her own private practice in downtown Fayetteville called Gray Lotus Counseling. She is married to a local artist here in Fayetteville and is the mother of a sweet and expressive toddler. And she's expecting a little girl on the way next year. She finds rest in reading, writing poetry, practicing yoga, and creating, whether that is through doing art or trying to garden. She is also passionate about cultivating community and loves spending time with people over delicious food or coffee. Y'all, thank you so much for being here, Lauren. You can also, we'll put information about how to, you can get in contact with our guests. Um, but Lauren, like she said, she has her own private practice. And you can find out more about her at graylotuscounseling.com. Thanks for being here, Lauren. Mm-hmm. So and I just have to, to add, here. she's amazing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is a great therapist. So you can always, if she has space, you should check her out. <laughs> GreyLotusCounseling.com. Our next uh, special guest today is someone who I deeply admire in our community, have always admired you in our community for a very, very long time. And so I'm always, always honored to be in your presence and to be able to just sit in a room with you and hear from you. Um, And so we have Lakeisha Bradley here today. She is a social practice art 
artist, entrepreneur, and she's in a JBU counseling graduate student program right now. She discovered her love for art um, at five years old through teachings from her dad. After 16 years in corporate retail, Lakeisha chose to take a deep leap of faith. While on the journey of rediscovering herself, Lakeisha began to paint again. Art became a therapeutic and healing outlet. In 2017, she founded the award-winning Mighty by Design Therapeutic Art Studios, serving youth and families within the juvenile justice system, assisted living facilities, schools, universities, and corporations to share the power of healing art to 10,000-plus individuals to date. You can find out more about Mighty by Design at MightyByDesign.com. You can schedule a free consultation and appointment with Lakeisha. And you can follow her on social media, Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok at Mighty by Design. Um, and y'all will put, she was recently on the Jennifer Hudson show with her sister, who um, is a cancer survivor. Um and your sister also, Stacy. Mm-hmm. she also has, like, a day after her in Fayetteville. Yes. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> listen, y'all, Lakeisha and Stacy are a big deal in Fayetteville. Um, but, yes, I, I appreciate the work that you and your sister do in this community. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you yes. for having me. Thank you, mm-hmm. Lakeisha. I'm so glad that you took that risk and leap of faith when you did. And I can't think I can also speak on behalf of the community and say we yeah. are glad that you yeah. took that leap of faith so thank you for all that you do thank you thank Mm -hmm. you y'all so let's get started today we are gonna just kind of walk through some questions for uh for lauren and lakeisha to kind of help us talk a little about emotions and art um why don't y'all kind of jump in and just anybody can start tell us a little bit about what comes to mind when you think about emotions and art i guess for me the first thing that comes to mind is connection Mm. And uh, one of the things I, I, I've shared with us, and I don't know where I got it from. I know I heard it from somewhere, but, you know, this belief around that art is the highest form of human expression. Mm. And so art is just it's that gateway of allowing, giving us permission as humans mm. to express. Like, Asia, mm-hmm. I love what you said mm-hmm. about art mm-hmm. being the highest form of expression. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's really important. And you use a word that Denise and I have been using mm-hmm. in this season, talking mm-hmm. about emotions, is permission. Mm-hmm. Just giving mm-hmm. ourselves permission to all of our emotions. Mm-hmm. And I love just seeing that paired with art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And connection. Yeah. Yeah. What would you add? I It makes me think of this quote uh, that I had read recently by Georgia O'Keeffe. And then the quote is, I found I could say things with color and shape that I couldn't say any other way, things I had no words for. And I think often with emotions, it's really difficult to know how to express them. Um, and then sometimes there's even a resistance because it's uncomfortable or there's stigma with certain emotions. And so having an avenue to be able to express your emotions, um, maybe in a way that's difficult with words, feels really powerful to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that what you just said, Lauren. Like, um, I think about how many times I've worked with teenagers. Yes. And that's really hard for them, right? And mm-hmm. being able to use art 
as a way to express themselves um, is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And even just that, I'm going to go back to what Lakeisha just said, the permission mm-hmm. to do it and not have that expectation of I have to sit here and explain myself with words when I don't have the words. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just thinking through how I've used art in the counseling room, like not as an art therapist because that's not what I am, but just asking clients to draw out what they're feeling or thinking Mm -hmm. and being really surprised by the creativity that like my adults bring to a blank (laughs) sheet of paper. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. where'd all this come from? (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like, but. There is something powerful about mm. color and or even just like pencil. Like I remember when you, Lakeisha, helped us lead the conversation on grief at the beginning of this year and how you invited people to like draw using whatever they had <laughs> on Zoom. Like just whatever you have in your house right now, just draw something. Um, and they mm. – and so just this idea of like having a space to be creative – allows me to access a part of me that I may not always be able to describe with words very well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially that space, I feel like, without expectations, right? Mm. Like my son was at St. James. When was it? Last weekend or the weekend before? Was that last? Yeah. I think so. Mm -hmm. And he was so proud of what he had created on that canvas. Now, if that would have been at school in art class, he would have been so hard on himself, had to redo Mm. it so many times, but he just Mm -hmm. loved it. And he only had that small time period that you were there to work mm-hmm. on it. And so thank you for that. And You're that just, cool. again, goes back to, like, the power of art and expression. It, it mm-hmm. again, giving space for permission. Like, yes. it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to just be yes. and to just do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, when we allow ourselves that space to be able to do that and others around us, you know, within those boundaries um it's amazing to see what comes out yeah, it mm-hmm. really is mm-hmm. what would y'all want us to know about our emotions mm-hmm. that they're not bad <laughs> i always think of like they're not bad and they are they can be your friends mm-hmm. and that they're data for all of us mm-hmm. and that they have something to tell us if we sit and and with them <laughs> and learn from them. Um, but I think that that's what I come across in the counseling room a lot is just um, that idea that it's bad to feel certain things. Um, and I always want people to know that that's not true, <laughs> that their emotions are not bad, that they're a really good part of them um, and that they're there to help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. It, it's like it's a signal. Mm -hmm. And when I think of emotions, because I go into like, okay, the letter E, Mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. So it's some form of energy that Mm -hmm. is saying, hey, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it needs to move. It needs to come out. It needs to be released. And if it's, you know, Mm -hmm. from anger to laughter, whatever that is, that is a form of of needing to release from our bodies. Mm -hmm. So being able to understand that. Mm Yeah, and I love that, like, that release because I think sometimes it feels like if I sit with this, will I get stuck there? Mm. Will it be too overwhelming? Um, And yet it has, like, emotions ebb and flow. 
And so it really is that letting yourself feel it to let it flow through. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there's a release almost too that's really um, freeing. So I like that image that you use. And the thing is that even with our emotions, we're not alone mm-hmm. in them. Yeah. And um, yes, as hum- everyone has emotions. Our animals have emotions. Mm-hmm. I have a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can tell when Yukon is angry. I can tell when Yukon is <laughs> sad. I can tell when Yukon is mad. Yeah. And so understanding that mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not <laughs> alone mm-hmm. in this, and it's natural. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing that it is. It's yeah. natural, and so yeah, and the power of of being curious about them too. Because mm-hmm. another quote that I had read this week, and with talking with a client, it was um, like I sat with my anger long enough, and I realized that she was grief, mm-hmm. um, and that like trying to get to underneath the emotions to understand them of what's going on for you. And I loved that because it is it's scary or. But then there's something really important that's underneath that. Why? And I guess my question is, why do we hold back? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What causes us mm-hmm. as humans to hold back? Because I know I have mm-hmm. at times, you know. Yeah. I think we're scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. we're scared to be honest with what we feel. Mm-hmm. And, and like, even like just by myself. And especially more so in front of other people. Mm-hmm. I think there's a fear of like, will I be? So I did this meditation thing this morning at Crystal Bridges. And I had us end with a closing breath um, where we uh, looked at somebody right in front of you. And then that, the person who was going to be speaking over the person, I had them put their hand on that person's shoulder. And then the other person who's just going to be receiving, they could keep their eyes open or close their eyes. And so this person with their hand on their shoulder did a speaking part where every time we breathe in, they said, I see you. And then they breathed out. And then we breathed in again. And they said, I hear you. Mm-hmm. And then they breathed out. Then we breathed in again. And they said, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. And y'all, it was really powerful wow. to watch people who mm-hmm. were basically like strangers this morning. <laughs> Like, give this what what I talked about to them was like, you're giving this community in this room right now at the museum like the gift of your breath. Because I told them this is something that I've, I felt I've heard somewhere else is that what I believe about pain is that pain will always demand an audience and pain needs to be seen. It needs to be heard. It needs to be believed. Some some instances, pain needs to be protected and defended. And then, so I told them, like, just for this moment, can you just tell this person, I see you, I hear you, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. And it was so beautiful to watch these people, like, mm-hmm. cry. Mm-hmm. Some of them, um, there was this one guy today who was there with his wife. They had been married for 44 years. And he, I was like, okay, y'all, what was that like? We did it three times. And he was like. I've been with my partner for 44 years, and uh, I just want you to know, like, I know she loves me. (laughs) And I was like, I know, I know, but what was that like? And he's like, but this felt different Hmm. to hear her say, like, I see you, I hear you, you are not alone. He was like, this created Mm -hmm. some different type of intimacy for me today. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, yes. <laughs> but like, I think I think that's why. Like, mm-hmm. I think the fear is like, if I reach out my hand, mm-hmm. who's gonna hold me? Will, will other people be able to hold mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Will other people be able to handle this? Will right. my emotion be too mm-hmm. much? Like, right. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think it, the fear for sure, right? Mm-hmm. And then also too, like permission. Mm-hmm. Like I've done this before. Mm-hmm. Right, I've showed this emotion before, and I wasn't responded to. So now I've learned to cut that part of myself off, right? And so now mm-hmm. I have to have permission to show that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I had a moment this week where I I was walking my daughter out of school, and this little boy was crying, and then his dad got down next to him, and he looked at him, but then he said you are too old to be crying right now. And everything in me just felt heartbroken for the kid and for the dad because I was then thinking, he has not had permission to cry. (laughs) And then he's passing that message along Mm -hmm. too. And kind of because in his discomfort or that perspective that it's not good (laughs) to cry for whatever reason, then he, he's passing that along too. But it was just really heartbreaking. And I think that we all have our emotions that it's harder for us right. mm-hmm. to, you know, because I, I find that even with my toddler, <laughs> that the anger, um, I've had to really work at just being like, you are mad right now, instead of being like, you're fine. <laughs> and so it's like, I know that I, I do that too. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's why this conversation is so important of like, how do we change the narrative and how do we also heal the experiences that we had or messages that we were given growing up around certain emotions? Mm-hmm. And, and I think, and you, uh, you guys alluded to this too, of just our own discomfort, I think, gets in the way of mm-hmm. sitting with other people and their emotions. And so then that gives them a message. And so it is fear is scary mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I want to pull out what you said, Lakeisha, about emotions or art is a way for us to connect. And I mm-hmm. think that that's probably the same thing for emotions. Mm-hmm. Emotions yeah. is our signal that we need connection, right? Like mm-hmm. if my emotions, whatever it is, if it's anger or fear or or even happiness, like I don't want to celebrate by myself. I want to celebrate <laughs> with my friends, right? I'm like, who yeah. can go out with me? Because I passed my LPC <laughs> test. Like, come on, yes. like, I text my people like, yo, I passed the test. Mm emotions if we can remember that emotions move us in mm-hmm. some ways like if it's if it's safe emotions should be moving us toward connection mm-hmm. if it's not safe if i have to what denisha said earlier if i have to guess <laughs> mm. second guess whether or not someone's going to grab my hand then emotions may lead me into more deeper isolation it may lead me into this negative self talk of I'm supposed to be big enough or I'm too old for this or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm grown. I shouldn't be having to tell people how I feel or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I need to get over this. Like it can truly, truly isolate us. But I think emotions are mm-hmm. supposed to lead us to find a way to connect. I don't know. When you were sharing that story, Lauren, it made me think about my kids and how do I make room for reconnection and just validating like yes you're mad Mm. if they're throwing a temper tantrum or whatever like you're mad and it is okay for you to be mad 
So, like, do I give them enough space to be mad and, like, mm-hmm. calm their body and get back to, a, like, you know, a helpful space? Do I give them options for that? Um, or do I just try to rush past mm-hmm. their emotions to to say, okay, but I need you to hurry up. We need to go do this thing. Like, we need to do this thing now. Like, I need you to go get in the tub right now. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hurry up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, how often do I, like, can I slow mm-hmm. myself down just a little bit mm-hmm. so that they can slow themselves down? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, right? Like, how do I still offer up connection? And I think, I think, I don't know. I just love the idea of like processing through art because mm-hmm. it makes me think about like, can I have enough awareness to connect to my own self of what I need and what my emotions are asking of me? And so I think using art is a very easy thing to do on your own to create some connection within yourself and then hopefully be able to share mm. what you learned about yourself with someone else in your tribe, in your community. I don't know. What do y'all think about that? That's so powerful. I had to write it down. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I had to write it down over here because I'm like, whoa. So it's almost like this check-in question, and I was trying to connect it even with art because typically, you know, especially working with individuals, it's just it's a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. If it's a piece of paper, if it's a canvas, whatever that is, it's blank. Mm. And so the question of, you know, what's showing up in the moment that you're getting ready to create or to mm. release? Are you moving forward in your emotion mm. or are you choosing to move away from it? And if so, you know, from that connection, mm. why? Mm-hmm. Like, what's mm. the root of that and then also if I'm doing this am I doing this to other people around me Mm. so just this awareness and consciousness being more conscious of that even with um, creative spaces Mm -hmm. um, Mm. as well but I thought that was just really really powerful you Mm. know talking about emotions and the need for connection but also just you know they should be moving us towards, you know, positive connections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they should be moving us towards safety. To yeah. get more safe. Mm-hmm. But I think if we don't have safe something I often say with clients like if we don't have safe people safe places or safe things then I think emotions can be really overwhelming Mm -hmm. and I think it's in some ways it can be safer and easier to shut them down than to sit with them Mm -hmm. and listen to what I say with my clients listen to the story they want to tell you Mm -hmm. Um, if I don't always have a safe place to turn to when I get big Mm -hmm. what do y'all think Yeah, what was coming up for me, just kind of connecting everything that you guys are saying too. Um, I use this one activity, often in groups, sometimes individuals, but where I give everyone a blank piece of paper and I just have everyone scribble (laughs) for a a minute. And kind of, that's kind of a way to get out. Like, what are you feeling? Just scribble it. Just think about the things that are in your mind. Um, And then, so everyone finishes and I say, okay, now pass that paper to the person next to you. And everyone's kind of irritated at that <laughs> normally. <laughs> um, so they do that. And then I say, and then this is where the irritation grows. Because then I say, okay, now you have to make something beautiful out of this scribble that you didn't even make. Mm. Um, and there's this moment where everyone is kind of like, oh, 
I don't want to do this. Mm. But then it's really amazing to see what everyone sees Mm. in that scribble and what they're able to make. And then, so then seeing that and seeing what they make and then hearing them process it, it drives that connection too because then a lot of times there are similar things that come up and they can talk about, yeah, I felt so frustrated. It's so frustrating to get someone else's mess or I felt nervous of, can I see something in this? Um, And then just the conversations that come from it. So connecting and then you feel like you're not alone. And so I think that's the thing with when you're able to talk to someone or have an honest conversation about emotions and then even being able to show and express it through art and then see someone else's art, you have that feeling of, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one that feels this way. And I think that's really powerful and healing (laughs) to not be, to not feel alone in that. Lakeisha, as a black woman and the work that you do out of your studio, how does this like land on you? And tell me like, how have you tried to like support the community? Like I know that you work with um, lots of different people in our communities. Um, And when they see you as a black woman talking about art, talking about emotions, I watched your video series on YouTube about emotions and art with with a black woman whose daughter had died. And I've watched her create something. Um, And I felt like when I saw that video, I saw some anger and I saw a lot of emotion. And I just saw you being really present with her. Uh, and so for me, like, that was just healing to see these two black women doing art, expressing emotion, and what I couldn't imagine things that you said to her about <laughs> just being really comforting for her in that space, um, giving her permission to to be and feel whatever she felt. Um, I don't know. What have you seen as a black woman that has been supportive to the black community when using art um, and expressing emotions? It's been really interesting mm. um, because, um, I don't know, it's just, I don't even know how to put words to it um, because I've been working through processing all of it just as myself as a black woman mm-hmm. <laughs> in a space that is um, different Um where I'll say just for myself in Northwest Arkansas, being the first and just having some doors shut and me having to process my own personal emotions <laughs> in the process, but then saying, you know what, that door, it was not yet. Mm. And having to understand, or maybe, no, that door wasn't safe mm. for me to go mm-hmm. through. <laughs> and and so um, through this process, like every Every like session and workshop and, and one-on-ones and groups that I do, what people don't understand is actually in the moment, I'm actually going through my own personal healing with them. Mm. So it's literally us going through it together. together. Wow. And um, that particular episode that day, what people don't understand behind the scenes, I had just got through doing a workshop out in the community at one of the apartment complexes. I was super tired. I hadn't even had time to comb my hair. <laughs> and it was time to film. Mm. 
And I remember because um, I had went to my sister's house and she was going through at that same mm. time battling her breast cancer. Mm. So it was a lot of emotions yeah. <laughs> happening that day. And I was like, but I got to be present in this moment. And so I, that day, all I could do was say, in order for me to be present, I got to allow my flesh to die. Mm. And I did. I literally was like, Holy Spirit, come within me because I couldn't do it. So I had to surrender. Mm-hmm. I had to surrender in my own personal emotions to be present with, you know, the individual mm-hmm. on that day. And um, when we went through that, I forgot the cameras were there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because in that moment... She was, it was, all. it was, it was a lot of emotions. It was a lot of, it was grief. It was um, anger. It was, oh my gosh, just, it was so much. And so in that moment, it was truly like, a, you have permission mm-hmm. to release any emotion. Put those words on that canvas, putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Even the words that you're scared to put out there to say, God, I'm mad at you right now because you took my child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes we're scared to say mm-hmm. what we so, really feel, what we mm-hmm. really feel. Mm-hmm. And so to really utilize art and create that space to say, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Put it out there. God knows your heart, mm-hmm. but it's okay to put that out there and say that. Mm-hmm. To release that because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, again, I just, words attached to us. Mm-hmm. They're attached to our bodies, they're attached to ourselves, and they'll hold on to that. So if we start wondering, why am I feeling this way? Why is my back hurting, my neck mm-hmm. hurting, and everything else, and my bra too tight, whatever that is. It's because those emotions connected us to us in a different way. We chose to hold on to them. And so being able to create space through artistic expression to allow individuals to release also helps to release the baggage and the weight that's been sitting there Mm -hmm. for a long time. And so it was an honor to do that that Mm -hmm. day while also going through my own own stuff. Mm -hmm. Stuff, And so one thing I'll just say, as us, as African-American women, black women, is to continue, because we, you know, the miss, the perception of that strong black woman. Mm-hmm. No, resilient. Yes. Yes. But you know what? <laughs> and um, I, I've been really trying to study that word, too, just that strong. Mm. And... Um, I had to learn some things even for myself about strong and how it connected. And I'm not here to preach religion or anything like that. I'm not here to do that. <laughs> but just uh, what I'm learning myself is strong, even in the, the Bible. For me, what I was reading is still releasing, giving it up. Mm. It's not us being strong in our flesh, but it's the strong of allowing, you know, mm-hmm. God mm. to be that anchor mm-hmm. in the process. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I feel like I'm rambling, but uh, but yeah, I, I just think as us as women, as African American women, to give ourselves permission to say, yeah, I'm mad today. It's uh, yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm enjoyed today. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel good today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel good today. But the permission to just say it, be it, and to release it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Again, this community needs you, right? Because there's not a lot of spaces like that for black women to have that permission. And so the fact that you even made that space safe for her, um, her body wouldn't have even responded to you if you had not made it safe. Mm -hmm. So again, kudos to you. And thank you for your heart. Thank you for doing your own work, right? Like that was really important what you said. Like that's Mm -hmm. huge and takes so much courage. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a journey. I try to let people know. I'm like, literally, when I'm with you, I'm really with you. Yes, <laughs> you are. <laughs> We're actually working this thing out together. Yes, you really are. You really are. No, I love just, I don't know, I feel like this word permission just keeps coming mm-hmm. up. I think it's important for black women, but I think it's important for all women mm-hmm. to, like, do we keep allowing ourselves our bodies to have permission to feel whatever it is Mm. Lauren I'm wondering like you have so much experience with doing this work and using art um, in a healing perspective um, really all over the world so I'm wondering Mm. like what have you experienced in your work that may be really important for our listeners to hear of maybe even working with women and Mm. giving them permission to their feelings and the work that you do with art. Mm. I think the the powerful thing that I've witnessed with seeing, even with doing, when I worked in Cambodia, was when I first fell in love with being able to use art as expression, um, especially when there's a barrier with language. Because mm. when I was working there, I didn't, I was learning the language, so I couldn't go very deep with people. Um, but just being able to see the power of connecting with someone through art and understanding each other <laughs> in a different way mm-hmm. um, was really important. And I think so seeing that in different cultures, um, how it kind of translates <laughs> to um, like a cross culture um, is really amazing to me. And and I think just seeing the way that art using art is a form of resistance, it's being able to make beauty out of pain. And I think I see that a lot with my clients when one, they're able to, especially if it is hard to put words to things, um, but when they're able to kind of name something, kind of put it out there and see it, it's almost this form of, okay, this did not beat me. Like Mm. I made something beautiful out of this. I'm capable, look what I'm capable of. And I'm always so honored to be in those spaces um, and to be let into that because it's it's so beautiful. <laughs> no, I love what you just said. This did not break me. Mm. And I made something beautiful mm. out of this. That just feels really empowering and comforting. It feels really hopeful. Mm. Um, I made something beautiful out of this. Mm. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Y'all, I'm wondering if there's anything else that you want our audience to remember or try or do. Um, when I think about um, just ways that people can like incorporate some of these things we talked about with art like into like an everyday practice. Um, 
and not like an like they don't have to do it every day, but what's one thing that they can do? Like if they are feeling some kind of emotion that they don't really understand, what would you encourage someone to do? Okay. So I found this little article yes, online. It was called Emotional Regulation and Art, Using mm-hmm. Art as a Coping Mechanism. And so I saw this really cool piece, and it focused, focused on, like, the stop technique. Mm. Yes. And so they, it pretty much said that, you know, like the ability to regulate your emotions doesn't happen overnight. And it was like, it's a lifelong process, and it takes a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, they talked about this stop technique is where, like, the S is the stop what you're doing. The T is to take a few breaths, deep breaths. And they said to count slowly mm-hmm. to three or say in and out while breathing. The O is to observe what is happening to include your thoughts, feelings, and your emotions. And then the P is proceed with something that will help you at the moment. So they said, you know, even if it's like saying a prayer or a cup of coffee, making a cup of coffee or tea, call a friend, journal, mm. paint, so drawing, the art, creativity. Um, but these types of things will kind of help to regulate it in that moment. And so if you're at work and you're like, well, how am I going to regulate because, you know, my coworker uh, just made me mad, <laughs> use Lauren's technique and start scribbling on that piece of paper. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Scribble it out. Scribble it out. <laughs> yes, I love that. What yeah. would you add, Lauren? I think one, what I was thinking was like, get around beauty too. Mm. It's like even just like letting yourself go and soak in beauty. Um, if it, if it's just looking at a tree, <laughs> maybe it's you sketch that tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just being able to slow down and um, kind of, it's a perspective changer, I think, too, just to notice. Um, and then maybe it graduates to, like, you um, – I don't know, I have people um, feeling in their body. Like, where do you feel this emotion and what color would it be? And so that is something that you could do on your own, too. Just, I'm going to do a check-in with myself tonight. Like, what am I feeling and what color would that be? <laughs> and just kind of drawing it out a little bit. But I think just trying to find little ways that feel – um, fitting for you. Um, for me, sometimes I love just sitting down and doing something with watercolor and it just helps me slow down to kind of even have space to check in with myself. And so, um, just finding ways to engage with beauty, I think Mm -hmm. that's what I would say. I'm wondering y'all what, what are some words that we want to leave the audience with to remember when it comes to art, emotions, and expression? Empower. Mm. What else? I know we said permission a lot, but I mm. really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that resistance, too, that it is a form of resistance. Empower, resistance, permission, connection. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to add also, too, is repair. Because mm. um, I think even more in what you were saying about the dad and... Um, him saying you're too old to be doing that like what a powerful moment to go back right mm. and to do the repair in that work yeah yeah mm. and how that could be even done in art whether mm. it be with a therapist right or someone else mm-hmm. it's part of their tribe 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love what you said earlier, Lakeisha, like being strong is actually about releasing. Mm-hmm. It's actually about giving something up or laying something down mm-hmm. or asking for help. Yeah, it's and vulnerable. It's vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that ever get misconstrued? <laughs> who do we talk to about that <laughs> we immediately redefine being strong <laughs> y'all as we close we normally end in a moment of gratitude and we just kind of say something that we are grateful for um, so I can lead and then Denisha do you want to end Okay. Um, my gratitude will be just really, really honestly, it's just being able to share space with y'all today. <laughs> um, I, like I said, I've been really looking forward to um, having y'all on the podcast. Um, and it has done exactly what I had hoped. Um, just being able to hear you guys um, and to learn from y'all. So I mm. am grateful to be in this room with y'all. Mm. You stole mine. <laughs> no, but I really, I feel that way too. I feel really grateful to, to have a conversation like this and sharing space with each of you. I, it feels like such an honor to be able to sit with you guys. So really grateful for that. Grateful for all the work that you guys do too. Each of you have your arenas that are really important. And it makes me really excited mm-hmm. to know that just knowing your presence in this community. So really grateful for each of you. I'm grateful. Ditto. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like it's everything y'all said. (laughs) But it really is. I'm over here like, whoa, I could just, I can listen to y'all all all day. (laughs) But I'm like, whoa, we need more space like this. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm I'm grateful to just sit in this space. I mean, you all were a gift to me today. So thank you. Thank you. I'm going to echo what everyone has already said. I'm grateful for each one of you. I'm especially grateful today for Lauren and Lakeisha. And just like the knowledge that you guys brought, mm-hmm. the vibe the energy I love it um, I could sit in here all day with you guys um, and just the power of vulnerability right mm-hmm. um, that's huge and so I thank you guys well I'm Joy McGowan I'm Denisha Simpson and we are resilient black women <laughs>